Hey, you remember that word we were trying to remember for the two takes last week? It's extortion. But don't of use it during the show uh, because that would be a spoiler. Okay? Oh, Jesus, boy, this is getting complicated. You don't know what extortion oh. is. It's a form. It's where you force I, somebody I know to what take on. extortion wrong. is. I know what it so is. So you get it? You get it? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. But don't okay. say it. But don't I won't. Say it during I won't. The show. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I, I, sure. I won't say extortion. Oops. No, it's okay now. It's when we get on the show. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'll be okay. 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 Hey, if you've just tuned in, this is The Bro Show. My name is Jerry. My name is John. We're actual brothers, not that other stuff you hear about on the radio or on TV or in movies. Real brothers, same mother, same father. And we do a show every week. It's called The Bro Show. Every Sunday morning around 7, 30, 8 o'clock, we sit together and we talk about four things. And those four things are, one, an animal story. All right, the animal this season, this six-month period, is the tiger. So we got a tiger story for you. Secondarily, we got a word because my brother John does lots of research, and I do a little bit myself, and we run into words. We got a word this week, right, John? You sure do. And that's then right we, our two takes. Oh, two two takes. takes. Is it? Oh, that's the next thing we talk about, number three. <laughs> two takes. It's a major thing. Something that happened during the week that caught our fancy or caught our attention. And we talk about it from very often two points, two different points of view because we are what? Two different people. Two different worlds right. we live in. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and last but not least, we have groaners. Oh, do we have groaners? Jokes. Mm. Bad jokes. Mm-hmm. Bad jokes. Bad mm. jokes. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're we're ready to go, and uh, except for one thing, have, except for one thing, you put together your annual baseball report and published yes. it. Yes, I did. It's uh, it's hit the uh, it's it's linked up. It's linked up, and it has hit <laughs> the press, so to speak. And we have a yep. link to it in our show notes. The baseball report of twenty twenty two by John, quote, baseball, end quote, John. Um, John, oh, baseball, dear. What John. A, what an intro. What an intro. BBJ. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> wow. Hey, listen, uh, appreciate that. Uh, I, I could have done it, but I then I would be considered gloating and being boisterous and boastful. I've and, read it. By I, the way, I've read it. I've read it. He, he had to read I it. Laid, I, laid, I laid it out. I laid it out. <laughs> he had no choice. And I read it. Oh, come on now, let's not be that way. This is quality stuff. People yeah. all over the Chicagoland area clamor for John's opinion on baseball events. And here you get it all, you get it all in a report. How long yes, have you been doing these, John? Oh, I've been doing these reports for probably 15 years at least. Um, I used to put them wow. as part of my Christmas newsletter and then when it was in our Christmas newsletter, my wonderful wife complained there was too much baseball in our Christmas newsletter and not enough Christmas. So then uh, I had, had to break it out. Then I had to break it out. out. But now I would right. say that I've kind of kind of gone over the edge, and a lot of people refer to my report as everything you don't need to know about baseball. And that's I've never heard. I've never heard. <laughs> <anything like> that. <laughs> never. 
Oh well, hey, listen, uh, you know we got something we usually we usually have our clothes on when we do the show, but not necessarily. Not always. There's not one always. I, one item that we always make sure we have on. That's from the belt yes. up. And yes. I am so I'll let, I'll go first. It's kind of unusual, but first. I am wearing I am wearing the uh, season of the bear bro show shirt. And the dog, the bear, you know, that's uh, got, I don't know how it worked out, but he got his driver's license and he's really he did he's looking good. He did. He's driving a car. He's driving. Yeah, a car. you know what? I he's know wearing he's shades. He's wearing yeah, shades. Well, I don't know. I think he's maybe has a restriction on his license that requires him to have his glasses on while he's driving. Uh, that's my read on it. Okay. All right. I like uh, your read on it. That's a good T-shirt. I agree with you. Yeah, it's pretty good. Hey, so what do you what do you got about the belt? I am wearing the season of the lizard T-shirt. Ooh, and that, we're, yeah, we're this is a animals. good T-shirt. It is a good we one. Are. Yeah, very photogenic that animal. Very West Texas can't beat that. And yeah. so, yeah, as as you know, new new listeners would surmise, uh, these seasons are named after an animal, and they're six months long. And we're nearing the end of our season. We have a new animal that we cannot divulge. And I must I must <sighs> say to you, John, please keep your lips sealed because you have leaked this in the past inadvertently. I will assume. I and you know what I need that encouragement. I need to be constantly reminded because it is that such was a threat. A, that was a threat. That was a threat. That wasn't communication. Okay, that was a, thank you. Encouragement. I need that. Yeah, no. enforcement. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, ooh. Hey, ooh. we got a sponsor. That fits too. in. That fits in. We do. Yeah. Who's the sponsor? Big Cat Rescue. And Big Cat mm. Rescue, their mission and their non-for-profit is to provide the best doggone home weekend for wonderful animals, big cats. So it's not necessarily just tigers, but it's it could be leopards, zebra, not not zebras, what are, what are the other one, panthers, all those wonderful four-legged critters that roam around. And they are also very into making sure that there's no abuse of them, and they want to work towards making sure that they don't become extinct. So uh, mm. they've been around for uh, 30 years, and uh, so they've met the test of time. They're located. they got a sanctuary where, where they, they have the animals. It's located about 50 miles north of Tampa, and near and dear to our hearts is the fact that they have got swag. Do they mm. have swag? Mm. T-shirts. That's yes. the main thing. We like T-shirts. We, we consider it a way to represent yourself and your points of view, and they have great t-shirts, and we have it in the show notes. They even have 30th anniversary t-shirts, and John actually has one of these t-shirts. Yes, sure do. Very good and thoroughly enjoyable. Okay. So, all good. Hey, and that leads us right into our tiger story, because it's the season of the tiger. What we did is we did a a little uh, thing about the Siberian tiger versus the Bengal tiger. And That's right. this week, the, uh, the well, uh, the winner of that match last week, the Siberian Tiger, is now going to take a trip on the road and mm-hmm. to Africa, and he's going to have a little rumble in the jungle with the uh We tried to king. find a neutral site. Yeah, we tried to find a neutral <laughs> site, but it didn't work. It didn't work out. Yeah, Tiger wasn't going to go for that. He had a better, much better negotiator than than, than the Siberian yeah. Tiger did, that the yeah, lion did. Right. So, so yeah. what we have is we have this uh, uh, tale of the, the tape, uh, no pun intended. And that's mm. – and it's – you know what? I have a feeling that – the lion is going to have a real tough match here. That's just my gut feeling as it relates to it. I think so, you're right. Uh, you I think, think you're right. 
you know, uh, we could go through some of the, the deets as of the, the, the specific details, the physical it. details. Yeah, go for it. So. All right. Well, first of all, uh, the lion has this reputation, right? King of the jungle or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, he's got a big name for himself. But a lot of things wrong with that. You know, the king of the jungle, really, if there is a king of the jungle, probably more likely be the tiger because they hang out in jungles. And the lion hangs out in savannas and what have you. But all that aside, yeah, um, well, you know, I, I, think the, here. I think the lions yeah, roar. The, I think the, the roar is what they the do is all about. It's the noise. Yeah. Well, plus, there's that whole thing starting out the, that, you know, Metro Golden Mare. Is that the one MGM? They have yeah, the lion MGM. at the beginning. Yeah, they got the yeah. lion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they got all that. He's got a lot of press. He's, he's a big shot. What can I tell you? And he's got a loud voice. But the tiger sneaky. Tiger works alone. You know, the mm. lion works in a group. You know, the tiger is actually just a teeny bit bigger, the Siberian anyway. And uh, the lion, not quite as much. The lion's a little stubbier, John. You know yeah. His, his limbs are a little shorter, a little closer to the ground, a little longer torso. But that, that tiger, he can get up on his haunches and right. pounce. He's a better pouncer, let's just say it. So anyway, I think there are a couple other factors too. There's intelligence, there's desire. But you know, if if a if a if a lion with a really bad attitude got in a kerfuffle with uh, a tiger who, you know, just wasn't raced right, he might he might have a chance. You might he might have a chance. Might have a chance. But might is a key word, and I would say overall, I'm gonna have to give the nod to to the to the Siberian tiger, what won me over with respect to the tiger was one factor, and you kind of, you've mentioned it. The fact is that the that the tiger can get on its back, you know, on its back feet mm-hmm. and use both of its paws. I learned it, yeah. I read in this, and found out that, that the lion can't do that, and it's fighting with only one paw. And I know the big piece of the fighting has to do with the biting, but I look at it upon as if you had a boxer. And you basically tied one of his hands behind his back and said, "Okay, go at it." And I think he'd be at a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, I think so, you're right. So I, I think, think it would a, be too. Yeah, there's a lot of factors, but that one really stuck out uh, stuck out for me. So, uh, well, sorry about that line, but we're going to have to give the the vote to the yeah. to, to the tiger. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and as we learned earlier in the season, the tiger is maybe the, the smartest mammal, just pure intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, you, know. you take a look at that. You know, the the thing is, you take a look at the lion. You say, "Boy, he's got to have the intelligence." Look at that big head. Well, the fact is, first thing is, no. hey, it's a, hey. Here's another thing I noticed that the, What's the that? female, the female lion, is the one that goes out and does all the fighting. You know, not fighting. That's right. The that's prey, right. Prey. So that's as a result, the prey, that's the, the hunting. One that's yeah. Used, yeah, that's it, the one used to hunting, and I kind of a little bit envious of that myself. But that's another mm. that's another story. Is that um, mm, yeah, is there a furry story like there? Is there a furry yeah, story? Yeah, like to be a bum. Ah. So that's also I think important is if, if you were going to go with the, the 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 male lion versus the male tiger, this guy's just been yeah. kind of loafing, you know? He's he probably wait, wait, even train. Wait, wait. Wait, wait a minute. First, the lion. Yeah, the lion. Yeah, yeah. The lion. The lion. The lion actually doesn't do so much hunting. But the lion does have to defend his territory. Well, I'm glad to fight other male tigers. I, I guess I was, I was giving the lion a bad rap. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh, well.
can't get a buy on me. I think you're right, though. The, the the tiger would win out over the lion. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's the end of the story, John. Such a deal. The word that we have is the outfit. Now, when we hear the word outfit, we usually think of it as an article of clothing. But yeah. if you're in Chicago and you put the word the in front of it, it has a whole different meaning. And by that meaning, we mean it is an Italian-American organized crime syndicate based in Chicago, you know, based in Chicago that originated in the 19 and the teens, 1910, popularized in the 20s during the leadership of uh, Al Capone. And mm. so it's and so uh, that's going to be near and dear. We're going to we need, need to know that word for the purposes of our two takes and an example sentence, Chicago, uh, uh, the Chicago outfit. Outfit figure, Mickey Marcello, member of the Melrose Park crew. The crew is a, 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 form, is a division of, of the syndicate. Gets four months in fed, federal prison for social security fraud. And you know what? This I just picked up. It was in the news just a couple of days ago. And oh it kind gosh. of demonstrates that it demonstrates that maybe it isn't as forceful and a bigger as big a deal as it used to be. Uh, that they're still there doing their thing and kind of more in legitimate business or not the kinds of, of, of crimes we used semi. to think of. Yeah, semi. Yeah, they're semi legit is probably the best yeah. way to take it. So the word we had was the uh, the outfit. So can I ask some questions? I have questions. Uh, questions are will be taken now. Okay. <laughs> The question is, I thought the outfit was like a national thing, but it's it's Chicago only. No, it is Chicago. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, All right. The they call it usually it, outside of Chicago. They call it the mafia. Uh, oh, the other thing to think okay. about in terms of Chicago is that the 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 division in Chicago took upon a uh, a little bit more of a national scene when it maybe got into Vegas also. So uh, it, it went beyond Chicago, but you know, you usually what you would think about is you've got the five families with the uh, mafia in in New York, and you have then this one component at a similar level uh, called the outfit in in Chicago. Okay, okay, all right, I got it now. I got it. All right. Well, that's good to know. Uh, it's good to know you organized crime, and we're going to need it right now because we're going to talk hey. about a film. We're going to talk about a film. Our two takes is. The film called The Outfit. Yes, The Outfit. And it's a, and it's kind of interesting because it's a double entendre. Uh, entendre is what it's called? Yeah, entendre. Yeah. Uh, which means that the, mean, the outfit here refers to both the, uh, the, you know, the crime, uh, the outfit, the organized crime that we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. Plus, it also refers to a suit or an article of clothing. Yeah. So uh, let's kind of give a couple of the basic things. I think if you had one sentence to describe. Now, one of the things about this movie is within 10 minutes or 12 minutes of the movie, you're already confronted with with, with something that we would call a spoiler. So we're going to try to dance around this and talk about it and tease rather than do spoilers. Uh, ah. And so the, and I, if I was going to give one sentence to this. I, I would call it, and it's got a lot of words in it, an American psychological crime drama thriller thriller with a touch of dark comedy. So, um, it's, mm. and, and so as we look at it, it was directed and written by a, a guy, a fellow named Graham Graham Moore. He's a, it was his debut as a director. He's American. It's best known. He's best known for being writing screenplays, including The Imitation Game, 
which won an Academy Award back in 2014. But I mm. think the strong suit in this, in this movie is the acting, particularly the lead act. And the reason we're kind of talking about this, it's almost like a preview to our show where we do the Academy Awards because the fellow who starred in this movie, his name is Mark Rylance, 62-year-old British actor, more known for his roles in, in the, on the stage where he has won the Olivier Award and the three Tonys, Olivier being the sort of like the Tony version in, in England. But he also starred in a very well-known movie called Bridge of Spies. So he's a little mm. bit late in his career where he's getting some stardom. And we think he's going to ride this movie to the Oscars and hopefully be at least nominated and even better be, uh, win the, uh, the Academy Award for Best Actor. So we got mm-hmm. him, and we've got a a a, a female component, which is, is he plays a, a tailor in in the in this uh, movie, mm-hmm. and he's got an assistant or a receptionist or somebody who helps him. Her name is Zoe Dutch, and she's a 28 year old American actress. She's mm-hmm. got a, a good pedigree because her uh, her mother is uh, Lee Thompson, Leah Thompson, a director and. Her, her oh, yeah. uh, father she looks uh, like her mom. Yeah, she looks like her mom. Yeah, she does. And she's her career is, you know, fairly short at this point. And she's been in a film and called Everybody Wants Some and also the Netflix, Netflix comedy series, The Politician. Yes. So when did this movie come out? Came out in early 2022 in the Berlin International Film Festival. Finally hit the hit the, the theaters in March 22nd in the U.S. How long is it? A little it's got good time it's not two hours it's 106 minutes so it's not overly done yeah. i think one of the things that the setting though is kind of it, it's it's kind of very strange it's 1958 chicago custom tailor shop and uh, that is being man or owned by a very quiet mannered uh tailor uh, which we he refers to himself because a tailor is one who's basically sews buttons on us on something or maybe you know fixes mm. a cuff he considers himself to be a, he makes a suit, so he considers himself to be a cutter. The, yeah. the, 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 what's interesting about this is we, this is a fellow, you know, in the movie, the, the actual character role is somebody who's come over from Britain to be, to continue his, his livelihood. And so that's the reason it fits in for him to, to be, to, to be English. The other thing is that this is inspired. This whole movie is inspired by a specific incident that took place. Oh, where, and I won't get into the details with the incident because we, you we can't. don't want to spoil it. You but can't. that specific incident occurred in a uh, in a uh, clothing or a tailor shop that was located located on uh, in Michigan Avenue in Chicago, commonly referred to as the Mag Mile. No longer there, uh, but it it's so it's kind of cool. Uh, when you, when we get into talking about this play, we're going to find this movie. We're going to find out that it's it's it it has a very specific location in the shop, much to the effect that if you look at it, you say this should is this based on a play? No, it's not based on a play, but it was recorded mostly in a small studio or in a theater located in the London area. So yeah. we got a Chicago location filmed in a London area, but it does work. Uh, is it a? It's okay. not a real big movie, it, and I think I, I think I've got this. I think it was a budget of fifteen billion. I put on my notes five, but I think it's fifteen. It's still very small. It was a limited yeah. theater release, so if you were looking for it in the theaters, you probably didn't see it. But it is right now streaming on Prime Video, and we always yes, it is. really and we've got you know we always like to look at the the reviews, the critical response, and we find out that the users or the the viewers 
on the IMDb give it a 7.4 out of 10, which is very, very good. It's boarding on excellent. Oh, yeah. The yeah, Metacritics give it a 69 out of 100, which is, is, is good. It's almost bordering on very good. And I think if we take a look at it, we find that some of the critics who are a little more uh, younger maybe don't appreciate the, the, the way it's, it deliberately plays out. So in other words, they call it a slow, a slow movie. But that is mm. the way I look at it. I, love I don't look at it line. that way. Its tagline is, every suspect fits a pattern. Which is kind of playing <laughs> off the fact that it's it's a whodunit, yeah. and it all takes place in a tailor shop. So uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, what we decided to do to kind of dance around this a little bit, we we came up with a, a a variety of ways that it can be described, and it kind of helps talk a little bit about it. So you know, um, it's called an unpredictable whodunit, which employs suspenseful misdirection. With, uh, yes. with each cross swiftly, uh, you know, moving uh, from one double cross to another. Uh, some people call it a brain buzz as it piece, puts its pieces snap, kind of snap together. So it comes together pretty tight. Yeah, um, it has a very limited set of actors. We've mentioned two. It's probably got another four or five, but, but they're all pretty juicy roles. Uh, yes, they are. So it, it, I agree. It's, so it's got really, it, it's really has, a, it's very confined. And as we've already talked about, it's all located and it's all lo- located over basically one night. So it's one whole day, 24 hours plus a little bit more in, in a tailor shop. Um, you know, it's, it's got, it's, it's like, like I said, it's a, it's a little bit old fashioned, particularly at the beginning, it might be considered a little slow, but I think it picks up pretty quick. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I like this one. It scratches a particular itch for quality, mature entertainment without gratuitous sex, violence, and excessive sound. Does it, does it mean that there is no violence in it? No, there is violence. No. But, it, but I like when it describes it as a, a nifty little thriller where the words kill just as violently as any bullet. Uh, Ooh, like that's more well on dialogue than gunplay. More, more on dialogue than gunplay. And yeah. it's important for you, we used in our definition, we... We, we mentioned the fact that, you know, uh, the outfit, you need to know that the crew is the main part in this, but the outfit's there, too. And, uh, yeah, so knowing those words will help a little bit uh, with, with respect to it. To finish up, I like this one. The Taylor's expertly calibrated performance keeps our, our audiences wrapped. His just, yeah, you are just really fascinated by the way that the Taylor throughout the whole film conducts himself. And yeah. that's what I think really shines as we take a look at this film. So that's that's it in a nutshell. Oh, yeah, it's I think it's an excellent, excellent, excellent film. I agree with everything you said about this. And I will even add, you know, I watched it twice and, uh, you know, some months ago and then again this week. And uh, Mark Rylance, his performance is so effective and so subtle. And with very little movement and very even very little expression, he yeah. really pulls you in. And he uses his face expertly, his body, the way his you know body language, all those things. Uh, it's a little bit reminiscent of his role in Bridge of Spies, which was his breakout movie role. Uh, and I would say if you enjoyed him in Bridge of Spies, you will love this. I agree with your comment about older audiences. I think it will be more riveting for an older audience than a younger audience. But uh, I would encourage everybody to see this film on uh, Prime Video. If you have uh, a membership there, 
with Prime, then you can watch it for free. And if you don't, it is worth the money. But make yeah, it's an five ninety nine. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's worth make it. Make an event. Watch it. Yeah, yep. get some popcorn. Sit down. Popcorn. Settle down. Go watch it uninterrupted too. I would recommend. That's it. All right. Okay. Pete. You ready for some growers? I think we got a couple of groaners. Our groaners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as Duck Coach. Gosh. Coach. Hey, you know, I got a, uh, a turkey leftover groaner. Okay, so let's let's start oh. with that. All right. All right. Why did they let the turkey join the band? Why did they let the turkey join the band? And if you need a little hint, I can provide it. Hold they, on. Uh, okay. I'm gonna go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. The hint is they let them in a specific section of the band, the percussion section. Okay. Yeah, because he had drumsticks. <laughs> That's not even a challenge. I was, I, I wasn't even gonna let you do your hint because I thought it was. I'm sorry. Did I'm a drummer. Listen, you, say? Hey, look. You want me to toughen these these groaners up? You're, you be ready. Here we go. Why should you not? Use a tattooist, tattooist, uh, you know, tattoos. Uh-huh. Who was formerly an accountant? Why don't you don't want to use a tattooist that was formerly an accountant? Oh, that I don't know. That I don't because know. What do you got? A, he, because he'll do a number on you. Oh. <laughs> That's like that goes every which way. That's a three way. Yeah, it's a three way. Oh, let's not get into. This. Ooh, we're not supposed to talk about that either. 